Are you weary and heartbroken? Do you need healing and deliverance? Welcome to the program, Jesus Can, with your host, Dr. Bongi. Our mission is to help you step-by-step live a victorious life in Christ. Enjoy today's program. We are reading from the book of 1 Kings, chapter 17, verse 2 to 7, NIV version. 1 Kings, chapter 17, verse 2 to 7, NIV version. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Live here, turn eastward and hide in the Kerith Raven, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kerith Raven east of the Jordan and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Heavenly Father, we enter your gates with thanksgiving. We enter your courts with praise. Lord, we just want to thank you that you are wonderful, you are beautiful, you are excellent, you are powerful. Lord, Father God, speak to us as we are sharing your word. Lord, let it be you. Make it tangible in our hearts. We are hungry for you. We are hungry to hear more of you, Lord. Speak, Holy Spirit, we are listening, and I pray each and for each and every listener, Father God, touch them accordingly in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Today we are talking about when your brooks dry up. The topic is when your brooks dry up. From the passage that we have read, I guess you have already Got it that we are talking about prophet Elijah, who was a prophet when King Ahab was a leader and King Ahab was seen as the most evil king that ever lived like in the eyes of God. So now King Ahab is a king who was worshipping Baal, the god of rain and the god of fertility. King Ahab is the king who married Jezebel. So now King Ahab, as he was ruling, prophet Elijah came to declare that there will be no rain for three years. This was done because now King Ahab now was against the true God and now worshipping a false God and the God Baal who is regarded as the God of rain. So now it's regarded as if he is the one who controls the rain, but because there is the true controller of the rain, now it had to be distinguished that who is the real controller of the rain, who is the creator, the true creator, the uncreated creator, because Baal was also a creation. So now to say Baal is a controller, Baal is the god of rain, it was unheard of because now there is a true god who is the controller of everything. So that's why through the prophet Elijah, the rain had been stopped for Three years, I guess maybe Baal was trying his power to change the declaration, but it couldn't be changed because it was not a declaration from man. It was a declaration from God who is the controller of the rain, the true God of the rain. 
So now at that point, also Elijah had to move to the brook, to the Kerith uh, Raven, where he was supposed to drink from the brook. A brook is a stream. So he was supposed to drink from the brook. And also like uh, the ravens, like the raven was like uh, being like uh, arranged so that every time it can bring meat and bread in the morning and also in the evening. But we read here that that happened for a while and then after some time also the brook dried up. And now we, like Elijah needed a plan B. So now, but God, because God knew even about that issue that the brook will dry up, God had a plan. But now I want to talk about a seven points surrounding this uh, story seven points about what to do when your brooks dry up firstly i want to say that where there is a vision there is a provision there was a vision here we hear that god is the one who instructed elijah for elijah to go to the brook for Elijah to go to the carrot raven so that he can drink on the brook and also like eat being fed by ravens. So now you can understand that this is a bit like unrealistic because you will wonder and say, how did God talk to the raven? But God is a God when he speaks the nature listens. That's why he was able to talk to the raven. Now ourselves, we can talk to our kids. We know how to talk to our kids, but you wonder how God talks to the raven. But because the nature listens to God, the raven was able to listen to God. When we look, actually a raven is seen as a bird that is Selfish, actually, the raven is said that it doesn't even feed its own kids. So now for a raven to be able to go and provide for the prophet, it was a big miracle. And we also like read that the ravens usually are dirty, like any a dirty a bed, and also not reliable bed, but now when god speaks the raven they become good messengers so now we can see that god when he speaks to the nature the nature listens if we can remember with the sea and the wind even the disciples were amazed to say what kind of a man is this whom the sea and the wind obeys him when he says, peace be still to the wind and the sea, it listens to him. The storm listens to him. The fish listen to him. Because like at some point, there was a coin that was found in a fish. So if God speaks to the fish to say, you will like hold the coin in your mouth, in your mouth the fish 
will listen to that. When God speaks to a donkey to say, donkey, today is your turn to talk, the donkeys will listen to that. When God speaks to an earthquake to say, today you are taking this specific person, today you are now swallowing Korah, then it becomes as God has said. When he says, today the fire, you are listening to me, you are going to burn the altars, then the fire listens to God. So the nature listens to God. So that's why I say where there's a vision, there's a provision. God had shown himself to Elijah and had given Elijah a mandate to go somewhere. So that's why there was provision. Because when God tells you to do something, you should know that already has provided, even if it's not even provision in terms maybe of monetary, but you should know that where there's a vision, God has lined up people, has lined up everything for that vision to come to pass. Because he is God, who is Jehovah Jireh, who is Jehovah El Shaddai, the multi-breasted one. So nothing is too hard for him. Nothing is too difficult for him so if our uh, brook like they got dry we need not worry because he is a provider secondly i want to say when there's a vision there's protection when god was talking to elijah in this chapter in verse 3 he says go and hide in carry the raven so the hiding, it means God was protecting Elijah because now he was in the hiding place. So what am I saying? I want to say that provision, sometimes it's not like in a terms of monetary or maybe food or something tangible that we can see. Sometimes provision is in the form of protection. God was still providing by hiding Elijah. It was still a provision. So even ourselves, God is still providing by protecting us. There are many things that could have happened to us, but God made sure that we are protected. Maybe we haven't won a lot or maybe we haven't gotten maybe a blessing maybe we didn't get a bonus maybe we didn't get like a some lamp a lamp of some that is just been given unto you but you have got in one way or another a provision of being alive of being like today being still breathing because it's all because of God. There was Corona. There was, there was an era of Corona. Many people died, but God spared you for you to listen. This message is because God spared you from Corona. When many died, you can even maybe count their, their cousins that you have lost, their friends that you have lost, their relatives that you have lost, their colleagues that you have lost through Corona. But God spared you for a reason. God was there to protect you. He gave a provision by protection. So now in other words, you were there because God had 
like a plan with your life that's why you are still alive today so you might have passed through fire but the fire didn't burn you you must might have passed through fire but you don't even smell of fire even the strand of your hair hasn't caught fire maybe you have been even to the sea like you have passed through the sea like you feel as if you are drowning but now you haven't drowned because God is there to protect you from drowning even if you are in the sea. I was just laughing and reading at another post. They say God allowed you to feel as if you are in the sea because he knows that your enemies cannot swim. So now that's also a provision that even if you feel as if you are drowning but you are not dead, you are alive. God is protecting you through that sea because he is the God of wonders. He is a God of miracles. So if he doesn't open the sea for you to pass, even if you can enter that sea, you won't like drown. You won't die in that sea because he is your protector. He is the God who's always by your side. By your side. He is Jehovah Shammah who is there, who is present with you. So when God gives a vision, he gives also protection. That's why he gave a protection to Elijah to say, go and hide in the carrot raven. So he didn't only provide for food, but also provided protection. Thirdly, God like knows what we need sometimes we want like it's a want because there's a difference between a need and a want so most of the time actually what we need we already have it but what we are crying for or what we are yearning for it's mostly our wants it's not needs but it's wants so god is a father he knows what is good for us so that's why we have things in us that are there to like push us further to that move us to another dimension that are already like inbuilt in us jeffrey abed says prosperity depends more on what you have than having what you want so in other words, we have to cherish what we have than wanting more because sometimes we pray for this, I want that, I want it, but we haven't come to study what do I have? What is it that is in my hands? What is it that God has placed in my life? You'll find that that money that I, I want, I have something bigger than the money. But it's because we haven't understood that there are things that God has placed in our lives. He created us differently for different purposes. So I want to tell you that there's no fiber or cell that is in your body that is there by a mistake. God has a plan with each and every structure that is that makes you you each and every character that makes you you each and every gift that makes you you 
That's why some things, they just need a touch of God. When you look at Moses, Moses had a rod, was moving with a rod, like a controlling unruly sheep, controlling a unruly cattle. But it was only when the rod had a touch of God, when he had to let go of it and now pick it up now in under the command of God. And then that rod changed now from being a natural rod into a supernatural rod. Now the same rod that was just looked ordinary, maybe to support himself, maybe to beat the animals, but now it changed to be a supernatural rod because it had a touch of God. So Moses always had a miraculous rod, but didn't know that it's a miraculous rod. Didn't know that when he's facing the sea, he will be able to open the sea. He didn't know that he will be able to face Pharaoh, the Pharaoh who looks to be so stubborn, but with the rod that makes like a miracles, Pharaoh will succumb. Pharaoh will bow, will will bow to say, "Let go." I let go of the Israelites, but it took that rod to be a supernatural rod. It took a touch of God. The boy with the two fish and five loaves of bread didn't know that his provision is a provision that can multiply when it's in the hands of the disciples as Jesus thanked the Lord and as it was being shared, it multiplied. This boy didn't know. It was just like a, a lunchbox. But that lunchbox needed a touch. That lunchbox needed Jesus to be thankful. That lunchbox needed to be in the hands of the disciples who will multiply, who will be sharing, and there will be multiplication. What am I saying? I'm saying some things, they look so natural, but once God just put a hand, once God convert whatever you have, the natural that you have, it becomes supernatural. The widow of Zarephath was ready to die because she only had little flour and little oil. So she was ready to die with the sun, but it took just the prophet it took her to be obedient to give to the prophet and it took her to open up to say i give my all this last that i have i give it all like to be vulnerable and then with that action now she was able to receive a supply of about two and a half years because as long as there was draft there, like the lady like lived on this uh, oil and flour. And not only herself, but also the prophet had like was able to partake and also the son was able to partake on that provision. But all those things, they had them at their disposal. So there are things that we have in our disposal that just need a touch of God, that just need impartation, just need the conversion of God, and you find that it spark fire, and you find that that little thing becomes a big thing because now the big God is in it.
The supernatural God is in it. It doesn't end up just being natural, but becomes supernatural. Look at Esther. People will say maybe was beautiful. So it was a natural beauty. Although like a, she put all the spices, but we could understand that she was a beautiful queen. So Esther, with her beauty, her beauty made her to be able to be a queen. Her beauty made her to be able to protect even the Israelites to put the Israelites on the map to bring like the Israelites like in a good place just with her beauty. Who would have thought that beauty can save the nation? There are many things that God has placed within us. It's just up to us to know that this is a provision. We are crying for the provision. We are crying that my brook is dry, but we don't know that there is a brook that needs to be converted in us. There is a stream that is flowing in us that just needs a conversion, that just needs the touch of God, and it becomes supernatural, and it shows wonders, signs and wonders of God and God being glorified out of that act. Firstly, I said, where there is a vision, there is provision. Secondly, I said, where there is a vision, there is protection. Thirdly, I said, God gives us what we need more than what we want. It doesn't mean that he doesn't give us what we want. But what I'm trying to say is that actually what we need, we already have. So the other things that we need that we are crying for mostly is the things that we want. But what we need, it's already within us. Some of the things we haven't identified them, but they are within us. Fourthly now, I'm saying God provides natural plus supernatural. So God needs that natural so that he can add his super and then it becomes supernatural. So it's natural from you and super from him and then it becomes supernatural. God has intended us to live in blessings. Most of the time, I know we pray for miracles to say, God, I'm praying for this miracle. But that's not like a, a way that we should live on. We shouldn't live on miracles, but we should live rather on blessings. So blessings are natural for the child of God. So miracle, it's like a, some, it's something that happens unexpectedly something that happens once so that's why it's a miracle that's why if it's a miracle we even like wonder to say hey have you heard this miracle has happened because it's not something that is natural to us but blessings it's something that is natural for a child of god because already god says you are blessed so you have the provision, even if you don't see it, it's there because God said it, because he said you are blessed. He said you are blessed going in, you are blessed going out. He said you are blessed in the city and you are blessed in the land. He said Abraham blessings are yours. He said for the days of your life you shall not want. He said that your children won't even beg for bread. He said that you are the lender and not the borrower. He says you will drink in the wells that you didn't dig. He says you will 
stay in the city that you didn't even erect. He says you are a head, you are not a tail. He says even your children will call you blessed. I believe even your enemies will even call you blessed because you are blessed. The one who has pronounced that you are blessed is the king of kings, is alpha and omega, is the great I am, is the I am that I am who said you are blessed. And when he speaks, that's sealed. So God provides natural plus supernatural and natural we already have and supernatural we also have because we have the power of the Holy Spirit within us and it's the Holy Spirit that changes things, that changes natural to be supernatural. Fifthly, provision comes mostly in unexpected areas. Where there's provision, where there's vision, there's provision. Where there's vision, there's protection. God gives what we need. God provides natural and supernaturally. Fifthly, God usually provides in unexpected ways. As people, we have like uh, ways to expect that I have to get my salary. It's my salary that will be able to carry me through. It's my business that will carry me through. But the Bible says, the righteous shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. So now that's why God like will provide unexpectedly where we don't expect. We have the brook and the brook sometimes dries up and it's when God will showcase that will be a time where God shows that he is God that's where you will see the raven come to feed the prophet that's where you will find a coin in the mouth of a fish that's where you will find a small boy carrying a lunchbox and the lunchbox will feed the multitudes that's where you will find a widow of Zarephath be the one that feeds the prophet and also like being fed for days what was little being increased because now is the God who provides where it's unexpected Simpson the Nazarene like also once found honey in an unexpected area found honey in a dead carcass and was a Nazarene so Nazarene were not supposed like to be next to the carcass but the honey was in an unexpected place so we should understand the ways of God that his ways are not our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts although he says his children they have his mind we have his mind sixthly when the brooks dries up sometimes it's time for a change most of the time we don't want to embrace a change we just a uh, like maybe cry or maybe like complain to see hey it's god who led me to this brook but this brook is dry but sometimes we don't understand that god is redirecting us for that brook to be dry it's because god is redirecting us 
It's important for us to listen to God when he redirects us. I remember in the former church that I was serving, like with the, a, a year before I would leave, like um, God told me that it's time to start a ministry. And in my heart, I said that it's not for me. I love serving and I have been with these uh, people for about 10 years and now to separate it wouldn't be a nice thing. So I was disobedient. I stayed for an extra year. After the extra year, when I left there, I don't want to talk about it, but it wasn't a nice a move but i understood that the problem was with me because i didn't listen i was jonah jonah was sent to go to nineveh and jonah decided to go to tashish so now for god to redirect jonah for god to show jonah the right way jonah had to be swallowed by a fish. One will say, oh, the prophet of God being swallowed by a fish, but it was a way of God redirecting Jonah. So sometimes our brooks, they dry up because God wants to redirect us because we are disobedient. We don't listen to what God wants. We want like our comfort zone. So we want to stay in our comfort zone. So God has to redirect us. So what am I saying? I'm saying sometimes when your brook is drying up, just check with God to find out whether is God still wanting in you in that place? Because sometimes the brooks, they dry up so that you can move to another place. Because here is Elijah. When the brooks dried up, then now he had to go to Zarephath. And in Zarephath is where like the widow was supplying a, the prophet with the cake baked from the little flour and also little oil. So now from this we can see that in like a, in the brooks where he was in carried raven only elijah was being supplied but now when he was in zarephath now this lady was also being able to be helped so now god used elijah for his own provision and also for the provision of the widow. So now sometimes God makes like the brook to dry up so that he can use you. And we can see with Elijah that even when the son now died, Elijah was used by God to raise the son. So now we see that that wouldn't have happened if the brook didn't dry. The brook had to dry up. So there are times where the brook will dry up because God wants you in another place. So this is the message that the Lord has placed in my heart that when your brooks uh, dry up, just trust in the Lord. Just trust him and obey. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Jesus Can with Dr. Bongi. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Please tune in again, same time, same place. Always remember that if Jesus can, you can. Shalom.